Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. Who are you? Who, 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 who? Yeah, I really want to know. I want to know. Who are you? I'm Cody Crane. Well, uh, I'm Joel Edmiston. And who are you? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, I'm Everardo Ramirez. And we have one thing in common. We want to talk about The Mass Singer, Season 4, <laughs> Episode 2. What the hell? Um, uh, I added that col- colon, what the hell? Um, uh, because of that... Bonkers ending. Yep. Uh, for the uh, for some context, um, we're typically a Survivor podcast. Podcast about the TV show Survivor. But guess what? It's September 2020, and we don't get that right now. We don't get that. Who is that? Um, so we are instead <laughs> podcasting about the mass Singer right now. Cody, isn't that right? Uh, yeah, that's right, Joel. And, that's exactly uh, right. In fact. What's the news? Who do we got? Who's our new? Who's our big guest this week? Our first guest in a long time. Yeah, you want me to explain who our uh, guest is? Do you want me to? Well, it seemed like you were lining me up for it here. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I mean, I want to get you talking. So, all right, yeah, forcing me to talk. I see. Um, it's Everardo Ramirez, of course. What is up, guys? Always good to be here talking about the masked singer. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. you uh, survivor of the new age. A lot of people will say. A, <laughs> a lot, lot of people, people are saying it actually. Yeah, few people, few people on the uh, on the black market. Um, Everard, <laughs> you were excited to be on the show, if I'm not uh, um, mistaken. Um, Ev, why did yes. you want to be? Why did you want to talk to Mass Singer so bad? <laughs> because Mass Singer is a show that I've accidentally seen all of somehow. Like, it's just, I, I've never sought it out, except for tonight when we were, at, when I had to watch it for this. But, like, I've never sought it out, but it's just always appear. Like, I just always have TV on 24 hours, you know, when it, and it just shows up. And then I end up watching it all. And always on Fox. You're a Fox guy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fucked. It's the craziest <laughs> show ever, I think. Like, it, it makes no sense that it's, like, who the the judges make no sense they're all like d-list celebrities that got thrown together for this like shitty singing reality competition show that was probably only meant to be like thrown on in the summer but then it became a hit and now these like (laughs) now like robin thick is like on tv all the time 
and like Kang Jong. <laughs> Kang Jong. It's like Do you guys Kang's. agree. Anyway, so that's why I wanted to be on the show. Well, yeah, no, I'm well, I'm glad you get to talk about it with us because you are um, uh, w- one of the good pundits of our generation and you're going to offer an interesting perspective on one of the most uh, colossal, biggest sort of um, pop culture juggernauts of the, the 21st century, if not of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys agree that uh, Ken Jong? <laughs> Uh, may it like I think I like I was watching it tonight with like a critical for whatever reason I was taking it very serious I was like I don't think this show works without Ken Jong I think the show's on like a tightrope and Ken Jong is like the perfect balance of taking it seriously but also not taking it taking it too seriously so he sort of is like exactly he's, he's <laughs> I agree not the audience surrogate because he's like the funny guy but he's like. I don't know. I think I think yeah. it's an important part of what makes the show watchable. He should be the goof. Like they probably cast him to be like the funny one, like the goofy one. And he, I guess he is, he, but yeah, also in a way is. is like the main guy too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like he's Shaggy, but Shaggy is also Fred, or who's that other fucking guy? I don't know. Right? Yeah, Shaggy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I yeah. know what you mean by that. Like, cool. do you have Shaggy any fucking sort of, idea what I'm talking about right now? Like Shaggy he, and I think his name is Fred. I guess Sh- Sh- Shaggy, uh, aka Norville Norville Rogers, Norville uh, Shaggy Rogers, Orville yeah. Redenbacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Forte <laughs> played him in Scoob. Mm. <laughs> Scoob. I'd love to maybe. Uh, Talk about Scoob. If you ever have a podcast about Scoob, maybe I could come on. Oh, Scoob! Uh, Scoobcast is our after show. <laughs> Honestly, and behind the paywall, huh? Patreon. Yeah. At this point, we can make it happen. We did a podcast about Drillbit Taylor a couple weeks ago for no fucking reason. Oh man, Drillbit Taylor. Uh, Joel came at me. Check and- it out on Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joel came at me and said Drillbit Taylor was uh, a worse movie than I don't even know what movie we were talking about, but it was not. And I needed to stand up for it and I needed to force Joel to watch it. Drillbit Taylor is not as not that bad, but it's pretty bad. (laughs) I watched White Chicks the other day. That was um, that movie's insane. (laughs) Did it hold up? (laughs) <laughs> you know what it's pretty good no it's about it's horrible but it um speaking of masks, it, i did laugh a couple times anyway back to mask singer imagine imagine uh, <laughs> the, a new character on on the mask singer was let's get out the white chick <laughs> hey those costumes from white chicks actually kind of remind look like a couple of contestants on mask singer I mean, uh, there were the mass singer, you know, the monster, and kind of what you might call it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the I mean, the mass singer, singer. It's known for its big, extravagant costumes and its uh, attention to detail, and and of course the was, masks. Uh, and, yes, <laughs> <laughs> the costumes like. Uh, um, I'm. I was. I was impressed by uh, the uh, serpent tonight. Um, it had wiggling legs that moved on their own. Oh, that pissed off 
my girlfriend Kathleen, she hated that part, the wiggling legs. I think it's it is a little creepy, a little eerie, but it I mean it, it looked does. cool, but like he should be a spider, don't you think? Or they should be other snakes. She just yelled a good point. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Kathleen's coaching me off in the other room. She's telling me what to say. <laughs> I, I understand. But yeah, they should be other snakes, not snake wiggling arms. I understand where you're snakes coming from. Snakes famously don't have any arms. That's right. their whole. Yeah. <laughs> that's their yeah, main thing. Yeah, makes no fucking sense. Yeah, you're right about that. I, I, I see where you're coming from. But I will uh, say, Snake had a beautiful voice. Serpent mm-hmm. did. Yeah, I think yeah. he he had the performance of the night. Um, Ooh, do you think so? Who who do you think had the performance of the night? Uh, Tom we, Kenny. <laughs> okay, let's let's do a bit of a recap for the some of uh, some of our listeners skip okay. the show and just listen to the podcast. So I Let do. Me, let's just talk quickly about the show itself because it is insane to me how much noise. Isn't the show so noisy? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it seem like it's so noisy? All the, like everyone's like like the, the audience is just screaming and like they seem like they're like in pain and like holding themselves when it cuts <laughs> to no them. audience there's no audience there's no actual audience it's it's all edited okay i was wondering that covid19 right it's but then it's either past audience it's past audience that they've uh, put in there oh damn that's insane uh but then why is it so loud <laughs> and then why are the judges screaming at each other maybe they're i think they're like I don't know. Who knows? Well, they're pretty far away from like Nick Cannon. Yeah, would, it seems like they're like a hundred miles, like in the back of a like mm-hmm. Super Bowl arena, far length away. You know what I mean? Would you guys love? <laughs> Why are they so far? Raw footage, like the to to see the raw footage, like unedited, without the laugh track, without the cheering, just. Um, these three adults who have some sort of an entertainment career pretending to be surprised by these shiny mascot costumes. There's more than three. Karaoke? Okay, four. (laughs) And Nick? Five. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, can we talk about something huge tonight? Which, as far as I'm concerned, is the first time in Mass Singer history. So the toddler or or the... uh, (laughs) No, or Mickey Nick, Rourke taking regarding off his Nick, own mask. Okay, both of those are make me uh, feel something. But I want to they talk about Nick Cannon. You can say it. They make you come. <laughs> That's true. Uh, they make... Okay, Nick Cannon. <laughs> no turban today. Oh, yeah. Didn't... His uh, famous mm-hmm. Swami's turban or whatever the fuck kind of look he's trying to... like. And what's with that? Like, Is that like... Like a magic thing? Like there's like, I don't know what's going on. What is this show? It's honestly, well, honestly. What is this podcast? What are we doing right now? Well, all of the noise, all of the noise that's in this uh, show that you were talking about, and it also goes with all of like the surreal, like zoom ins and everything. It's to keep you like on edge the whole time. I feel like it's so surreal with the noise and the quick camera movements and zooms in on people. Like it's so black mirror. And I I feel like it's intentional. Yeah, it literally looks like an episode of Black Mirror where the guy's like singing, doing one of these kind of <laughs> shows. But watching this tonight, after watching the debate last night, I honestly <laughs> feel so drained. Like, it's like, <laughs> artist. 
two nights in a row, like yeah. pummeled by television. It's insane. Weirdly, I do I do think last night's debate was a little noisier than this somehow. Hey, and they all, I could have sworn those guys were mass singers the way they look. Hey, like, like like ghouls. Hey, I wouldn't be so. I wouldn't have been surprised if the the grim is mass tonight defiantly and underneath there was Joe Biden. He's like, I'm rattled. I need to get my groove back. I need to do that. <laughs> to stop along the campaign trail, let's say. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to recap the episode. We can go. We can start at the end and then go back to the front. Let's just say it's the end. Yeah, the person start that with the biggest thing tonight, or unmasked themselves. I will say, was Mickey Rourke. He was a gremlin. He was Oscar nominated for the wrestler, and he was in such hits as um, Iron, Iron Man, Man Two, Two. Uh, Red Two, Expendables. Uh, I could be the Expendables. He was in uh, lots of uh, the Outsiders. I think I don't know. He was in a lot of those that those fucking. 80s movies. The boxer. The wrestler. The wrestler, yes. From the wrestler. And uh, I think it's that classic thing. They wanted to get him. I mean, uh, and he didn't want to do more than one performance. So he said, I'm going to take my fucking mask off. (laughs) He didn't Uh, even want to do a full show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought he had a panic attack in there. Yeah. Maybe got like claustrophobic or something (laughs) is what it seemed like. It was fucking weird. Uh, uh, for the context of the listeners who didn't watch, just so the, the the judges are giving their guesses, and Ken Jong guesses Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then the the gremlin starts freaking out and that pissed goes, him off. What's going on? And he starts taking off his mask, and then it goes to commercial break, and we're like, "What the hell?" And then he comes back, and yeah, they're actually going through with it. They didn't do the voting thing that they usually do. It's Mickey Rourke under there, um, as actually Jenny McCarthy did guess hmm. him as well. So you know, if you Damn. if you put that together yourself, you you got it. Um, uh, Do you think was, that he heard Jenny McCarthy say Mickey Rourke, and he was like? Yeah, she guessed it. I guess I take my mask off. Like, do you yeah, think he was like a little confused by it? Yeah, <laughs> I think he might have. And then he was like, "No, wait, you guessed it. Don't go to Stone Cold now. You already got it, everyone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I think it's. I back. think it's for sure. Like Mickey Rourke did. I mean, it it, it just goes to show you this 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 fucking show. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's fake. The yeah. contract was that pisses do one me song off. and I take off my damn mask. <laughs> I don't think I don't the, think that was true. I don't think that's true. I think that Mickey Rourke. I don't think that was in the contract, and that's no. why he took it off immediately. <laughs> yeah, I think he. Uh, yeah, think I think it was no, definitely not in the contract. But he was like, "Fuck this," <laughs> or he was confused. <laughs> I mean, he had a, he also had a horrible performance. I thought his rendition of "Stand by Me" by Benny King was pretty god awful i mean it wasn't yeah he wasn't out of I tune mean, or anything he wasn't a good singer no he was toxic <laughs> but he was but it had heart it had soul you know yeah it, Something made pain. Also pointed. it was pained yeah like the i mean that man uh hard living as my dad would say 
I mean, you can see it on his face and you can hear it in his voice. He's been, he's, he's had uh, some years on it. He's got some years on him. He had a kiss on his cheek. I say if you cut him open, there's probably like a thousand rings in there, like a tree. <laughs> and he does yeah, look like he's... he's made of wood as well. <laughs> That's, yeah. Can't, can't forget about that. I mean, um, um, after the performance, before he had taken off his mask, I think uh, Jenny McCarthy turns to Robin Thicke and goes, is he 100 years old? <laughs> he, yeah, Mickey Rourke is like, He's, I think, I don't know how old he is. He's old as fuck, but he looks, he dresses like he's 24 and his face <laughs> looks like. He dresses like he's 24 in 1989. His face looks like an old wax doll. Yeah. Well, uh, something happened backstage that he got a kiss on his cheek. That's all I'm saying. Are you yeah. sure that's not a tattoo? Of a kiss on his cheek? He had yeah, lipstick. I mean, that's it's a pretty cool tattoo. I'm pretty sure I don't see it in any of the other pictures. He's almost 70, too. He's 69 years old. (laughs) Oh, that perfect age. Um, Wait, can uh, we go back to Ken Jong for a second? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, have you noticed that? Have you guys noticed these like billboards and commercials for his new show that's the exact same thing as Mass Singer? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the opposite of Mass Singer. What? Okay, what is his new show? It's like the, the Mask Singer, but no masks. Yeah, so, I've, I've watched it. I uh, it's I, already on. Yeah, yeah. The first episode was last week uh, with the debut. They go one after the other. Um, basically, what it is is they line up uh, six people, and you have a contestant there, and the contestant wins ten grand every time she's right. And if she ends the show with a good singer, she gets a hundred grand. So basically they'll give you a small, um, like some kind of small hint, like the first time they'll all lip sync and the people that are good singers will lip sync to their own voice. The bad singers will lip sync to another voice that's supposed to sound like what they look like kind of thing. So then based off of those limited clues, she'll eliminate someone or uh, the first contestant was a female. So she'll eliminate someone and then um, get ten thousand dollars. Guessing if they're lip syncing or not. Yeah, they're guessing if they're good singers or not. Okay, Based wait. So the they lyrics. look. At, oh, so like they look at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's and crazy. They'll that's all insane. be professions. So like it's like the football player and the accountant and the librarian. Jay Farrow. So, they. It's a. It's a show that's entirely based off of that one. Of Susan Boyle's moment on American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, let's do. What if that like surprise was the premise of the show, and therefore not a surprise and not interesting <laughs> and not exciting? Which is also an insane premise because her whole deal is like, like we couldn't believe this hideous old woman could be a good singer. <laughs> no one could ever believe. This big Hag, you want to say it? Hag. <laughs> oh man! So that's what this show is. That's cool. Oh, I'll check it out. And it's Ken Jong just on his own. Um, and then there's a bunch of celebrity uh, judges that are basically helps for the contestant. So the one I watched was Nick Lachey, Kelly Osbourne, uh, Cheryl Hines. Um, there was Arsenio Hall. Jojo Siwa. Uh, no, it wasn't Jojo Siwa. It was one of the Cheetah Girls. 
Mm. Right. Well, the the Cheetah Girl and Sh- and Cheryl Hines, they're the mainstays. Are they? They're there every week, yeah. Okay. Really? I'm, we found this out on the podcast last week, which I guess you don't remember because you were hopped up on Benadryl or whatever. <laughs> I I was losing my voice last week, and you forced me to do a podcast. Well, I could see your voice. Um, a la Ken Jong. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about the episode at large and we'll, we'll talk about what we thought of the performances. Is it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? And if, uh, you had got any guesses, eh? How about we do that guys? Yeah. Damn. Okay. Cody, I will say you, you, okay, go on. All right. You start, you, yeah, you started off. I was going to say Cody, um, uh, do you uh, like the idea of us going through uh, all the songs and the people and making our guesses? Well, I did say, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad uh, we took 30 seconds of the podcast to, to do that. Um, <laughs> to just make sure that everyone's good with uh, the new segment. We're okay, right. Joel. <laughs> I'm just making sure. It's a, Ev- it's a show about guessing celebrities. You don't think that we're going to be okay with trying to guess the celebrities? <laughs> Well, it's also about the songs. So I want to just uh, find out how you guys felt about the songs. Because, it, it, like, if anything, like, we want to see the talent. We want to see uh, if um, they're good singers. And maybe if they are good singers, they can get a record deal. Um, or, you know. <laughs> I like hate that. when, when um, it's, like, moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hate when they're, like... Like uh, like the whole thing with like T-Pain monster thing, how he was like like a tragic hero <laughs> kind of. Oh, like I yeah, hate when they try to, to spin it like that way. Like these like uh, recovery stories or something. I don't know. I hate And I hate when they're like, the judges are like crying. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Every, I mentioned this every, last week. Every single person in their in their clue package, and it happened this week too, has a redemption arc in it. They're like, mm-hmm. well, first I did this, and then I hit rock bottom, but I'm coming back on top because I'm the baby alien now, and yeah. I'm going to um, make it to the top with that's my celebrity little though. alien hand. <laughs> but that's like every celebrity on one of yeah. these shitty-ass shows would be like, I used to be famous. <laughs> I used to be on a sitcom <laughs> in the 90s, but then it, well, and then I wasn't on TV until this. Well, yeah, and, this and, is what I got, and that part of it means nothing to us because, we'll, uh, like, we don't fucking remember like Gunther from Friends not being in the public consciousness for a while, but that meant so much to them. We that, hardly uh, remember him being on Friends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so up first we had Crocodile with "It's My Life" by Bon Jovi. Who who saw that coming? Did you think when you saw Crocodile the the pink croc, you thought, oh, my God, that one's going to sing It's My Life by Bon Jovi. Could you guess that? I would never have guessed it. I don't think I thought about it. I don't think I was like, oh, I know exactly what song they were going to sing. Honestly, yeah, I, I forgot to pay attention until halfway through. I realized his whole segment was over. And then I was like, fuck, I forgot to listen. <laughs> it's any clues about this one. I, I I honestly, as soon as the clue package is done, I forget everything. Yeah, I feel Since, like every every uh, <laughs> like every like scene of the show is like an Men in Black mind wipe. 
Like every like flash, <laughs> like flen- lens flare that happens on this show or whatever. And they actually have the men in black. They're characters on the show. They they come on yeah, they li- that is like a new, th- is that a new theme? The men in black this year? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They've, uh, if, if it is a huge part of every other season, we don't remember. Yeah. And having the men in black show up as like these kind of like interstitial bumper people on Mass Singer feels like when like Snoopy's in an insurance commercial. <laughs> it feels like that kind of thing. <laughs> like, it's like, why is this here? Like, <laughs> would you have liked to real, have seen? Like, this isn't canon Snoopy for me. Take it from me and Snoopy. If you get into a car accident, you're going to want to talk to Progressive. I would like to talk about the different Snoopy Peanuts canon versus uh, the main comic strip universe versus insurance well, commercial universe Snoopy's well, the multiverse I mean, of. It's, just, it's the same thing with the Muppets and Garfield. I mean, they mm-hmm. get their likeness gets sold to an advertising company, and you don't know whether the writers that are responsible for you know keeping the charm of these characters are gonna. Uh, be responsible for um you know uh if, is it canon you know what i mean like seeing um seeing fucking kermit in a in a, in a, a skype commercial or whatever he was in <laughs> is it, it like him saying a certain thing to piggy am i supposed to put that in the lexicon of of mm-hmm. of how i perceive kermit as an ever-growing character yeah it's crazy because uh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i mean it, it, it relates because maybe one day i mean also the the whole gremlin thing like gremlin is a is a, is a property it's a tm it's a brand and even before it was a joe dante movie um or movie franchise with gremlins too it was a legend of somebody who would go and rip apart the planes the the wings on a plane it's true, so, yeah. It's something we can talk about. <laughs> uh, bringing back to the Men in Black, did you hope that the Men in Black came out uh, when the Gremlin was trying to uh, take off his mask and, like, tackled him down to keep it on? <laughs> I thought him. for sure that's what they were they're going to do. <laughs> they're like, this guy's a wild card. We got to rein him in. <laughs> they come on stage and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, like, <laughs> the next episode, like, yeah, the next episode we see Gremlin, like, on, like, a King Kong... <laughs> style like strapped up and yeah (laughs) would have loved to seen it all right what are our guesses for crocodile Uh, cody you remember the package there was an italian flag and uh or or was that for baby alien i don't know there was an italian flag in this one um it was at a dinner table in a restaurant so maybe they own an italian restaurant or did something with an italian restaurant which um tom kenny did have a youtube video with an italian restaurant also, they had a pineapple uh, with fish inside of it. So fish and a pineapple. And um, he said that he's comfortable under the sea. As well, he's showing off a new hidden talent. And they said, too, uh, that um, it's uh, redemption for them because they... St- well, no, it's not redemption for them. But they did start off on something and didn't have a lot of success. But then when they hit what they were good at, they uh, rose to the top which could be referring to Tom Kenny being in like Shakes the Clown and stuff and all of these acting roles. But when he did voice work, that's when he shot to the top. And also he was on Mr. Show 
And also, he uh, there is a uh, a Boston clue in there, and uh, that's where Tom Kenny started his stand up comedy career. Hmm. Interesting. So I and the and the singing did just sound like a Bon Jovi impression. Like it sounded. It didn't sound like him doing his own spin on it, right? Like it right. kind of sounded a lot like Bon Jovi. Yeah, maybe. So obviously, maybe, SpongeBob could do, like man of a thousand voices himself, Mr. Well, Mr. Tom Kenny. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, and SpongeBob also is known to you know croon a tune, um, uh, uh, but I, uh, just for the listeners. And there was that one time that SpongeBob wore pink. Yep, and was singing. I mean, SpongeBob uh, was a. And, figure and um so is crocodile i wasn't sure if it was a man or a woman at first mm-hmm. i don't um, know i thought it was it kind of had like a pimp motif so i don't know hey maybe maybe it's like uh, i'm trying to think of a famous pimp somebody um hugh, hugh hefner is dead mm-hmm. maybe like a snoop dog but it wouldn't be snoop dog yeah, no. It could, I mean, it could a be a perfect Bon Jovi impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, uh, but the voice was nasally too. That it was that like Tom Kenny nasal, even though he was trying to do the Bon Jovi or whatever, and it was sounding good. Like it sounded like Bon Jovi sounded. Um, the song sounded good, uh, but you could still get a little bit of that nasal in there. Yeah, I do just want to say to the listeners, I don't think we we did a big sort of merge boot kind of slam down. Here's the button. Um, this is our our guess, but over over Messenger we did do this, but it, and I'm honestly being sold on it. Uh, Tom as the crocodile. Tom Kenny obviously plays SpongeBob. He's he plays Ice King in Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get some Adventure Time clues as the as the weeks goes on. Right. Yeah, also, I, I think Tom Kenny's a good guess. Mm-hmm. For being honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Also, just Bob cut the bullshit for one second. I think he's actually a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not we like we've been being ironic this whole time, and uh, I think. Well, starting now, I'm a hundred percent serious. I think it's actually a good guess. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm on board with you guys. Uh, thank you. And if and if listeners are at home laughing right now and thinking that we're joking around, I'll I'll find you and I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> a, a big thing with these costumes too, to, uh, they often have nothing to do with the person. As well, I've found yeah. like well, uh, except for like of course the next one, Baby Alien. Obviously, I think has to do with the person because they've chosen to be a puppeteer with this. Well. I, I will go backwards. Of- last last week, the dragon uh, was in a kung fu outfit, and Buster Rhymes, a famous kung fu fan, because <laughs> he was in <laughs> he he of course famously defeated Michael Myers with kung fu in the movie uh, Halloween Resurrection. Hmm. Good to mm. know. Um. Well, I think Baby Alien, of course, could be none other than, and I, and I just want to be clear that we are being 100% serious, but I do think that Bailey Alien could be Baby Yoda. I was going to say the same thing. I could be... <laughs> I, 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 but I, I honestly think was thinking it. maybe they're... Maybe like it, they, they show it's Baby Yoda and blah, blah, blah. Like, sorry, Baby Alien. And it's like... In, like it's supposed to be... It's supposed to fit, you're supposed to think of Baby Yoda, obviously, because he's a baby in this little pod thing. It's obviously an homage to him. 
But I also was thinking maybe <laughs> it's they're trying to throw you off the scent. It's the Mandalorian under there. Damn. The guy himself. It, not Pedro it's kind of interesting because Mandalorian also never takes it. So it'd be kind of cool if he took off his mask singer mask and then he just had his Mandalorian mask <laughs> under it. And we're like, but who's that? And he's like, well, I can't tell you this until <laughs> probably the last episode of my season or whatever. <laughs> until probably the last episode when I die, I guess, probably. Unless that's been revealed, I forget. Who cares? The ma- <laughs> I don't think the Mandalorian took off his mask. But if, if the Mandalorian ever takes off his mask in the Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian, I would love for Nick Cannon to be the one that took, t- to take off his mask. Yeah, they should do kind of like a crossover, like a mask Singer Mandalorian. And I guess Both a lot of people are kind of saying that Baby Alien is kind of the unofficial crossover between kind of mask Singer and Baby Yoda Mandalorian because there's a mask connection and, of course, the, ba- uh, the cute, adorable... Alien. It doesn't I mean it doesn't really have to be like an official crossover. Say they cast uh Nick Cannon as a stormtrooper or I don't know like a an alien himself, you know, he could be a I'm trying to think I heard a, I heard that this actual actual design for baby alien is it's kind of it actually is going to be the upgraded look for baby Yoda this season <laughs> on season 2. Mm. And they're kind of premiering it kind of like an Easter egg on this uh, masked singer before kind of get people excited about Disney plus be a hell of an, a hell of an Easter egg. <laughs> like, Hey, Disney plus remember we only had one show last year called baby Yoda and we didn't have a single other show. Well, it's coming back. Imagine. <laughs> so you know how they did the, the Mulan thing where they made people pay $30 on top of their monthly subscription that they've been paying for a year. Yeah. Imagine they did that with Mandalorian season two. Yeah, I, I feel like they probably will. They're I fucking think they should do there. it for. I think it was annoying that they did it for Mulan, mm-hmm. but at this point, I wish they would just do it for Black Widow. It's like let's just fucking release this movie. Who who gives a shit that much, you know? But I would need mm-hmm. to see it right now. I know, especially because Black <laughs> like, Widow is already about, dead. Yeah, this movie should have happened like a million, like Earth, phase one of these Marvel movies. It, it already feels like such an afterthought and then it's like keeps getting delayed and it's not going to be worth it. Just release it. Anyway. Hey, maybe Scarlett Johansson is baby alien and then it's the ultimate Easter egg. That'd be cool. Just a big Disney Plus crossover. And and they take off they take off the baby alien mask. It's, it's Scarlett Johansson, and she says, "And right now we're dropping Black Widow on Disney Plus for five hundred dollars." And they're like, "This is a weird. Why wouldn't you be dressed up like your Black Widow character? Why are you kind of Baby Yoda? This kind of different universe, different kind of different thing altogether." Uh, but that kind of just shows Plus. That's just kind of what Mass Singer is all about. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cody, you want to weigh in on this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I love the idea of them introducing a new baby Yoda to take over for the last one. I, I've always said there should be more puppet recasts. Well, he's kind of aged a bit. It's been a, it's been a year. So this yeah. is like, like a little older. He's talking now. Sort of like when James Bond, um, <laughs> like with James Bond, where like, oh, uh, 
old. He he has a bad back. He can't fit into the cars anymore. Guys, I think we're we're losing you, Joel. Uh, I know you were talking about Pierce Brosnan's bad back. (laughs) Famous bad back. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. (laughs) It's like when I think them upgrading Baby Yoda to the Baby Alien kind of costume is. It's kind of like when they up like they just change the actors on a sitcom and then it's like not spoken of ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to bring, not to bring yeah. it back to, to Marvel, but when they changed <laughs> Edward Norton was the Hulk and then all of a sudden it was Mark <laughs> Ruffalo <laughs> and everyone's like, this is fine. Yeah. Or the, the which they'll probably Howard end up doing to, with to Black Don Panther Cheadle too, thing. which is, yeah, exactly. Hmm. And uh, John well, maybe, Ritter maybe to David Maybe Don Spade. Cheadle can be the new Black Panther. Yeah, I mean, because Don Cheadle already took over for Terrence Howard in the uh, in the, the War Machine thing, so it would be a sort of an homage to earlier thing if if Don Cheadle sort of took up mm-hmm. the pretending to like. And he's also playing War Machine as well, but he's also he, he starts playing T'Challa so, as well. So more uh, characters for Don Cheadle. You want him to be multiple characters in the cinematic universe. <laughs> I think he's a great actor. Yeah. So I and think I think he, he could yeah. also be the new Iron Man because he kind of basically is like gray Iron Man to begin with. Well, it's true, and I think more more and more as like people age out of their characters in the, the Marvel cinematic universe. Eventually every character will be played by Don Cheadle. Hoping I'm, that's what I'm hoping. This makes me think um, about this. Do you think that Eddie Murphy got multiple paychecks for doing like the nutty professor? The con. <laughs> Do you think on the call sheet there was malt, like he was listed so many times. I feel like he would do that, like just from like hearing about him, like how he is. I guess, being difficult. Hey, I, I'm playing difficult. multiple characters in the scene. Why aren't I on here more? And, and just to bump like the one other actor <laughs> on <laughs> the clumps or whatever down to like number eight on the call sheet. <laughs> All right, so um, Cody, you got a big guess for Baby Alien. If any hackers out there could have the call sheet, maybe an an old PA who worked on clumps or maybe Norbit, they kept the call sheet. I'd love to maybe tweet it to us. I'd love to see what that looked like. I'd love to know who's number one through 12. (laughs) A clumps call sheet. (laughs) Who do you think's number one on the mass? I'm going to play a game with you guys. Do you guys, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can now. Uh, Guys. Also, to answer your question, Ev, uh, Nick Wait, Cannon can... is number one on the yeah, call sheet. Of course. <laughs> I, I want to ask you guys, um, who do you think, it, can you name another actor in Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps, that's not Eddie Murphy? No. <laughs> uh, it I would have to can't. be that kid that's the Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, but who is... I can't think of who that, like, I don't know his name. No, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I just well, thought? It, there is. <laughs> no, there's no way. It's... Just say, let me just say, there is another celebrity in the clumps, a pop singer. Mm. Pop singer? Prince. 
Well, Prince yeah. is a good guess. Is that right? Is it Prince? It's not Prince. <laughs> oh. It's a, it, interest. Yeah. A lot of interest of uh, mm. Buddy Love and uh, uh, the other, you know, character, uh, R- Reggie or Reg- whatever his name is. Fox. Was she a singer? No. <laughs> no. It's not Vivica A. Fox. It is. Uh, she's, Shanti? She's the sister to a huge star who is also um, uh, recently found out to be a monster, uh, like a horrible person. Mm. Uh, well, Aaliyah. No, found out. I mean, recently confirmed um, to be a total horrible person, and it's his sister. Oh. Huh. Janet Jackson. Yep. Oh, you said, like, recently <laughs> Michael Jackson's come out to be a monster? Well, <laughs> I feel like confirmed. that's kind of, like, always been known forever. <laughs> yeah. The documentary confirmed <laughs> that it was, like, the real deal. Oh, shit. Even that documentary came out, like, three years ago. Yeah, Honestly, like I feel like two. we grew up knowing he was a pedophile more than a singer. Like, we knew yeah. he was a, a great singer. But that was also, that was always part of the lore. Like, everyone always knew that. That's kind of, like, what sold him. I mean, it's, it's like, but, but the, the testimonials in that documentary really made me, like, I can't hear his oh, yeah, it's fucked up. songs yeah. on the radio without thinking about it. And, by the way, I still hear a lot of Michael Jackson songs in the grocery store. And I'm, and, like... We've always known, though, Joel. Like, they've always <laughs> yeah. played it. They'll always play it. We've always known. I, mean, I think known. it's fucked. Personally, and maybe this is crazy to me, I think what Michael Jackson did is wrong, but (laughs) (laughs) the songs are still at the grocery store. (laughs) I think, I I mean, you're like, Cody, you're saying that we've always known, but in my heart, I was, I don't think I truly believed it until the documentary. That's true. There was always like a hint of, of doubt. Yeah. But there had been but accusers. There had been accusers, but I guess, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people now are more uh, interested in listening to accusers or something, maybe. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? definitely. Definitely. And I think that's a good thing, guys. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Cody, don't argue that. I'm not going to argue it. I'm saying that, Joel, you argued it when you said that you only believed it when you saw it in a documentary. Well, because he was proven <laughs> innocent in the court of law. I, I just, when I was a kid, I just, I guess I believed it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I. You didn't uh, want to believe it. I didn't want to believe it because, damn, uh, he's got some good songs. And damn, he was a good dancer. Um, but uh, like, that, I mean. You can see, hey, but now we got Bruno Mars. Well, yeah, I mean a, a, a good successor and Robin <laughs> Thicke. Um, Speaking of no. great dancers, <laughs> <laughs> Robin Thicke looked so much like Alan Thicke tonight. Yeah, well, he. Do like, you notice his hair's Robin long? Got like a quarantine look going. Like he's he's not yeah. cutting his hair. And, Overgrown, uh, mm-hmm. and he's like uh, he's like I'm not trying to be. <laughs> like a sexy guy anymore <laughs> i'm just like i'm like 52 <laughs> or whatever it's kind of what he's but also in like a sexy dad dad way i guess people would say zaddy he's Something another else. person i think i brought this up on 
other episodes, but he was known as a bad guy and he, he <laughs> yeah, okay. that's true. Like he was, or what was his thing? First he like stole a Marvin Gaye song or something. Yeah. And then there was like some weird, what was it? Like, some, he was like, uh, like, like, me like too Miley Cyrus shirt? was twerking on him at the VMAs. Oh yeah. Right. And uh, his wife was Paula Patton and she got real mad at him. Oh yeah, he had like some like pathetic divorce, I feel like. Yeah. Well, there's Which there's a like really cringy music video where he's singing a song about his ex-wife Paula Patton while showing um uh text messages that he got from her during the divorce. God. Yeah, and it was like him trying to like win her back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like his big like say anything move and it yeah, was just it, weird. <laughs> It was honestly a dick move. Like you look at that music video and you're like, wow, you're a fucking asshole for yeah. publishing your wife's texts over over much music. I love Alan Thick so much and hate Robin Thick so much. The uh the accusation against him is that he was emotionally abusing her during the ongoing custody dispute with their kid. And he was also accused of child abuse by her. Jesus. Wow. And also, well, Jenny McCarthy is an anti Forget about Michael guy. Jackson. We're watching a show with <laughs> Robin Thicke. Oh, yeah. And, like, Jenny McCarthy. anti. That's what I mean. Like, these people are all losers. Like, these hosts. Like, they're, like, the show, <laughs> like, season one was shot in the weekend. Uh, like, <laughs> and they were, like, we'll just throw this shit out in the summer because we need something, some shit to throw on between, like, Honda commercials in August, <laughs> and then everyone liked it. They're like, I guess we'll just make more of this shit. <laughs> um, like, right. we're the people who can't be on Cody. You have a big stars. Guess for baby alien. Yeah. So, well, I was between Cody. two. Um, okay. I was between two. I know that um, Alan Ruck's been doing theater, and he had a he was in a Broadway musical. And I know, obviously, uh, he was Cameron in uh, Ferris Bueller, and they made a lot of Ferris Bueller references um, at the start, doing one of the lines, and then also the parade at the end. So that made me think Alan Ruck. But at the end of this one, too, they said, um, or they had Las Vegas at the end. Like, they had uh, a Las Vegas show. And since it's a puppet, um, that's being operated. I was thinking Jeff Dunham. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Would Jeff Dunham ever dare use one of a puppet that's not his own? He he has to use peanut up there or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'll use your puppet, but he has to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> he has to. He has. Can I be Ahmed the dead terrorist, please? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they're like, can it, it be a. A pinto bean with a sombrero. <laughs> like, they're like instead of it, bullshit. If if uh, if Jeff Dunham had his way, instead of the, uh, Nick Cannon being like our first toddler, it was like our first racist stereotype. <laughs> yeah. Baby alien. In the future, when we discover yeah, aliens, alien. that is going to be a racist stereotype. Yeah. When aliens oh. come, they're like, "What mm. the fuck is this, man?" <laughs> yeah. The fuck is this baby Yoda? This is what you think we are? <laughs> um okay, baby <laughs> uh, baby Yoda, baby alien. Here's 
actual guess who I think he is. Mm-hmm. All right. Actually, I don't know who I think he is, but what I, what's the weirdest part about him? Alan Ruck is a good guess, I will say. Also um, in Star Trek, too. So that made the space references. Well, he's in, he's in he Star did, like, Trek a weird, Generations. Like, mm-hmm. And Star Wars as Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that explains the ups and downs of his career. <laughs> uh, okay, it was so weird how Baby Yoda, Baby Alien, was like a, this. First of all, he was a the he's a mass singer who pissed me off the most out of all time. How like cutesy it was, and like <laughs> I hate shit. Talking to the judges in a in a like a, a trash trashy European accent. Yeah, Jeff Dunham. That's why. That that is D- Jeff Dunham as maybe I could see Alan Ruck esque. He kind of does voices, I think. Yeah, but yeah. the weirdest part is Baby Yoda, Baby Alien is this cute guy, and then he starts and he's like present his info package is like he has this like cute voice or whatever, and then he starts singing and he has like the most tired voice of all time. Like he's so rough, like and downtrodden. <laughs> Like he's like, what, what? What did he sing again? Stand by me. No, no, that was Mickey Rourke. Um, Mickey Rourke, who also sounded very rough. He sang but... "Faith" by George Michael. Oh, right, Faith. Right, yeah. Faith. And he sounded so tired. Like he sounded like and like old and I don't know. It like it really threw me off. Like it did not. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but. Um, it was about uh, that and it made me upset <laughs> my guess is actually similar to the Jeff Dunham guess and, and has something to do with him hamming it up with the trashy European accent it's Dave Coulier um, okay yeah because you know he, he has like you know the voice connection the comedian connection and, um, uh, and he was on Full House and he he uh, dated Alanis Morissette, who famously sang a song about him. You ought to know. Mm. These are all you. Those were all reasons, but they were all reasons that the clue package didn't mention at all. Hmm. Yeah, well, Full House, kind of interesting. Same '90s <laughs> sitcom, kind of like Friends, and uh, Alanis Morissette's a singer, and it's a mass singer. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you think it could be Matthew Broderick himself? Because there was uh, a fa- in the clue package. There, there was a lot of Ferris Bueller stuff and a car. And Matthew mm-hmm. Broderick famously murdered, uh, I believe, a family with a car. Uh, a woman and her daughter. Yeah, <laughs> woman and her daughter. Yeah. So that could kind of be a reference to that, I think. And famous on Broadway. It was. Well, like- yeah, I mean, when when Drew Carey was on the show last year. It was in his clue package that his uh, ex-girlfriend was murdered. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of like a, a lot of people thought that was like a red herring, but they're like, whoa, okay, <laughs> that was real. <laughs> that was a, a quite obvious clue. Well, <laughs> last week, uh, Jenny McCarthy did have a guest for, I think it was Travis Barker, because there was a plane and she was like, and Travis Barker was famously in a horrific plane crash. I, I was like, that. I don't oh my think God. they would put that in and there. they all like nodded. Yes, he was. And there's like, <laughs> there's yeah, like a also point sound. Like <laughs> the only guy in Blink-182 who doesn't sing. 
<laughs> he famously doesn't sing. I don't even think he talks. Even he had his own reality show. I don't think he said one word. <laughs> I don't. I couldn't tell you what his voice sounds like. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to Seahorse. Can I, can I just also say Jenny McCarthy chooses like the way she like leaps to her conclusions, like Travis Barker and stuff, is in such a way the same kind of way that these like QAnon people pull these like grasp these things and like pull them together which i'm sure she's probably a q anon yeah well you think about like in that that kind of thing she's anti-vax and all that shit so you think about the steps of like how we got to q anon and how we got to make it like people in their basement thinking everybody in the world is speaking in code so it starts mm-hmm. with, you know, serial killer movies and movies like uh, Silence of the Lambs and CSI as if everybody is leaving a clue. Like, for instance, the, bone, the movie The Bone Collector, which is a movie not a lot of people have seen, but whatever. It, I love first, that movie. Yeah, well, people like this serial killer is leaving elaborate clues that, um, you, that uh, Angelina Jolie and Denzel Washington have to like put together and blah, 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 and like get to a, a certain point to find out who his next victim is and, and who he is. Um, so I think things like that make QAnon people think, oh, if people are running a, a, a pedophile conspiracy uh, ring, oh, we think, oh, they're, they're always talking in puzzle pieces. And, and mm-hmm. honestly, it's, it, it's, it's not just serial killer things, but it's stuff like The Masked Singer, like, Little clue packages and stuff. They, they that Q definitely. has been uh, sending out who he thinks is the master. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he thinks he's pretty sure it's Ralph Macchio. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, that karate thing made me think of Kung Fu Panda. So, wait, who was who was the who was the one that they think is Ralph Macchio again? The pink guy, gorilla. It was the Italian restaurant. It was Tom Kenny. Damn. Who's that? The crocodile guy? But guys, we're moving on to Seahorse. No, no, it was uh, Baby Alien, they said, for uh, Ralph Macchio, but didn't give any reason. I was like, is he in Friends? Because they were talking about Friends. Is he in anything with space? Is he karate uh, kid thing? There Um, was something with like a karate thing. And, And is Ralph Macchio... Oh, no, he's not in Cobra Kai, I guess. He is, he is. He is. Well, there yep. you go. Well, okay, so we're moving oh, on to Seahorse. We're on the third uh, person here. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> out of like 200. How many people <laughs> are on this thing? <laughs> Seahorse had a fun, uh, fun outfit. It sort of looked, it, it honestly gave me, it might, I might have a nightmare about it later. Um, it was sort of scary looking. Um, a little snout on the end there made me think of, I don't know, some weird puppet that uh, was in some VHS commercial that I still think about sometimes. I don't know what movie it was from. It was in a VHS commercial and the, the song from Happy Days would play over top of it. And I, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, it, it scared the shit out of me um, growing up. Um, it sounds like a night terror that you had when you had sleep paralysis. Yeah, I, and and uh, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past myself. But either way, I might have a nightmare about Seahorse tonight. Um, uh, an only girl in the world know was by Rihanna, and I like Rihanna. And uh, she did a pretty good job of it. This was also the only female on the show tonight. Weird, eh? Right. One out of six. 
Yeah, I was like, when I saw the gremlin, I was like, is this going to be a female? Because usually they give really like flattering outfits, at least to the females. So I thought Sexy. it would be really funny if the gremlin, like one just gets this big, bulky, unflattering outfit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when you look Seahorse, at Seahorse, I have no idea. These days. I have no idea. Go ahead. Who it could be. I got a guess. Seahorse? Who who is my guess? You do have a yeah. I guess, guess Cody Hermione, Hermione because the Harry Potter or the Hogwarts, the Hog with warts, <laughs> which Robin Thicke Thic got so excited about. <laughs> <laughs> I I was thinking it was Jessica Simpson. Hmm, that I was thinking lips was Ashley Simpson. Right, <laughs> really. Yeah, because she said something about sync. Was her famous lip syncing? Mm. I feel like this would be it would be a good comeback for her to be like, "Whoa, she can actually sing!" And then it's like reveal that it's her. I mean, then there would be no way to know if she was lip syncing under the mask anyway. So whatever. It feels weird that everyone uh, so far has been like uh, entertainer. It seems like everyone's not a bad singer. So I. Because usually that's so jam-packed with, like, athletes, reality stars. You know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's definitely an athlete in the, tonight's episode. The th- Which one? The Harry, the whatchamacallit guy. You, you thought that, that was I Brian McKnight, though. A, no, no I that the snake was. Oh, right. It was the snake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're just breezing through these. We're definitely we're on We're all over the map here. But I will say, right. baby, baby alien, uh, and uh, um, the and and the Mickey Rourke stuff was the juiciest stuff. I was I I'm not surprised that we're breezing through uh, seahorse. My guess for seahorse is pink right now. I think it's probably pink. Um, mm. Why pink? I've always I've always uh, not liked pink. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it was like the I don't know something well, about I think her. Pink, like pink is sort of like has her cake and eat it too. Um, it's she, my mom's favorite artist. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I grew up with a lot of pink. Well, she, she, she's she's like, a pop artist that like um, uh, m- very, very mildly, like puts herself uh, um, on the other side of of pop music. She's like, "Oh, and I'm a punk," and it's like, "No, you're not. You're not really a punk." Yeah, Pink is so not punk. <laughs> <laughs> and you had the Blink One Eighty Two facts, so you know punk. And she's yeah. she's only one letter away, though, guys. So I don't know. Mm, it's, yeah. it's, it's not like it's not like your name. Pink is, is punk. a poser. That's true. In a, in a lot of ways, she's more punk. She's closer to punk than all, most other people. You know what? I'm turned around. I think she's Do very. Do you even punk have now. any of the words, any of the letters in punk in your first name? No, none. So, what the oh, hell do I know? Yeah, maybe you should shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Neither I, do any of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the we can't talk about this. We can't. We can't have, we got to move on. We got to get out of yeah, here. We're, we're going to get canceled. All right. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I think the okay, main. This is going to be our Shane Gillis moment. <laughs> this oh, is yeah. why we're not getting on SNL. Yeah. Pink isn't punk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I think the main uh, clues here that bring me to Jessica Simpson. rhymes with whatever with the word that got him canceled. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the main clues. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I, I, please don't. Uh, <laughs> the main Jessica Simpson points here, I think, for me, are the cowboy boots. So, like, boots are made for walking, that kind of, like, Dukes of Hazard thing going on. Hazard. Um, and then also the dolphins, she had like a viral video of her being like really scared of a dolphin, like being in the water with it and being terrified. That's a good point. Yeah. And it was kind of like a country cowgirl kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She's from Texas, I believe. So, mm-hmm. That's a good guess. Yeah. Probably. That's probably my guess too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but right on this train. Nice. I don't have any reasons for pink. <laughs> Other than, you know what? I wish, I, if it's pink, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody's mom, but I got to say it. She's going to be so mad when she listens to this. <laughs> All right. Pink, Let's go don't, to. Don't beat us up. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to whatchamacallit. Right. He's some NFL player that I could never ever know. Yeah. But I know I know it's an NFL player, but I don't know a single one, you know, other than like the main ones who it would not be them. Yeah, I think maybe someone from the Jacksonville Jaguars because of that uh Jaguar there. Well, they said they said mm. um uh Dancing with the Stars, so um I remember that Jerry Rice was on Dancing with the Stars, and I remember Jerry Rice from a video game I played briefly when I was a kid. And he was a football player, so I'm going to go with Jerry Rice. Call of Duty? Yes, he was in Call of Duty. Jerry Rice was. No, he was in Backyard Football. Remember that one? <laughs> no. Backyard Football? Uh, no. Don't know it. No? Damn. Jerry Rice. Well, it's good. I, yeah, my guess is any NFL guy. <laughs> it's a broad guess at this point in the season. Oh, I'd like to bring up um, uh, going backwards for the Mickey Rourke. Somebody guessed uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, and I thought <laughs> hmm, maybe his fourteen-year-old uh, cousin is in there with him. <laughs> oh, it's in the clue package. <laughs> I I found who it is. Who the uh, the thingamajig is? Who? What you um, call it? Wait, thingamajigger, whatchamacallit? I, it's a whatchamacallit, I don't know. But we already know who thingamajig is. Right, that was last season? It's uh, Rashad Jennings, anyways, because he won Dancing with the Stars and was on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, yes. Well, there you go. There you go, folks. Okay, now if we get to the... him, kill me. you, Cody's mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> what are we All up right, to let's, next, Snake? Let's, uh, let's talk to our final, the serpent, um, who did a strange, lovely performance of I'm going to be, uh, back, whatever it is, parentheses, 500 miles by the Proclaimers. Very strange, slowed down, kind of ballady version of that song. Mm-hmm. What do we think? I thought he killed it. And I think it's, I, I think, I feel like I know a hundred percent who it is. 
right, let's, let's, <laughs> and let's I've never next. been more confident about pretty much anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I should I reveal who I think it is right now? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Yeah. I think it's Brian McKnight, and Kathleen is actually the one who's initially uh, said it, and I I think so. I think I agree. Yeah, that makes sense. The voice, it's uh, like, it's just such a, Sounds like, good. he's actually a good singer. Like, he actually did a mm-hmm. good job. <laughs> and yeah. I, it, I just made, feel like, like I you, recognize the voice as him. You saying that I might listen to Brian McKnight, McKnight all week now. I just, I, like, uh, I'm in the Brian McKnight mood now. Yeah, well, Brian McKnight, famous, listen to him all week because he's famously into... Uh, repeating things throughout. Oh, yeah. The song one. <laughs> you think you want to repeat I, this song again next week? <laughs> <laughs> I want him to sing his own song. Throw everyone for He's I, like, he would never sing his own <laughs> song. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, I, I want, I, like every I want year him they to have do another proclaimer like, song. Yeah. <laughs> do they have one other song? Because that one song is good. I'd love to know what else they have. There's, there's that one over and done with. It's over and done with. Over it's and got I mean, Jen, I can... John Mostyn on the horn. He can let us know. Um, they had one in Shrek, I believe. Uh, I'm a believer. Is that them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's I'm on my way. It was. Oh, I'm, I'm on my way. Yeah. yeah, that song. That song's like too much of like trying to follow up with "I will walk one thousand <laughs> miles" or whatever. It's like, all right, proclaimers. Like this first song was good. I'm on my way though. Like you're clearly <laughs> out of ideas. <laughs> trying to fucking recapture the the whole thing. Uh, that's why they fucking failed as a band. <laughs> well, they were arguably uh, a travel-based band. Yeah, <laughs> them and blues traveler. <laughs> Another fucking loser ass band. I, uh, <laughs> oh, blues traveler! I, I would I love like to see a blues traveler song. A blues? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see. I, I think Can you guys hear me. I, I was. Yeah, I can kind of hear you. <laughs> I can only kind of hear you. <laughs> I think I'm coming through pretty late with you guys. Yeah, I think you're back on about Pierce Brosnan's hurt back or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, uh, here's my guess for who the serpent is. I think it's Tom Riddle. Tom um, Riddle. Professor Snape. That's who I think. Professor Snape. (laughs) Yeah. Now that you say it, I can't see anything else. Tom Riddle and kind of he, that kind of makes a good point because at the beginning he kind of gave out these sort of riddles, kind of clues, almost like a clue, like a little bit in a video kind of thing. Hogwarts. Yeah, they called it his riddle package. Hogwarts, exactly. That's what I was. I was holding my tongue earlier on the Hogwarts thing because I, I was like, "I'll save the Hogwarts stuff for later, okay?" Because uh, Tom Riddle is the serpent. If I know anything about snakes, <laughs> I think maybe 
uh, it, I think every mass singer could there's there's a chance that every current mass singer this season could have been an original cast member on um, Gilgan's Island. <laughs> but hear me out, Seahorse Marianne, of course, baby right. alien. It's got to be Gilly. Mm-hmm. The and then Bob Denver is dead. Uh, well, that's kind of, and that kind of would be the perfect time to bring him back as masked singer. Yeah, through the it's technology, true. through the masked singer technology. It's about time, actually. We've been all waiting for the Bob Denver hologram. Yeah, they can do the CGI audience around there, so they can definitely get Bob Denver back. Just bring back Gilligan. What are you waiting for? I think Gilligan. Yeah, I changed my initial answer. I think Gilligan, uh, Baby Yoda, Baby Alien is either 100% Baby Yoda or Gilligan, the original Gilligan from Gilligan's <laughs> Island. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> and I think Marianne is there. You have it, folks. Because, of course, they were stuck on an island, sea. Yep. Um, Crocodile, that could, of course, have been Captain. The Captain. Yeah, and of the course, the rich, the rich guy, um, well, probably Snake, I would say. Probably Snake. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Howell. Is it Howell or Handel? Or Mr. Fuzzy Monster. Or whatever his name. Whatchamacallit. <laughs> Whatchamacallit. <laughs> that, this is, that was funny the moment that they ran out of Whatchamacallit wrong. Where Whatchamacallit is like a, 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 the etymology of Whatchamacallit is like you can't think of what it's called. So you call it a Whatchamacallit. And then uh, three bozos mm-hmm. on a podcast can't think of what the Whatchamacallit is called. So you're like, oh, what the hell is that thing called again? Yeah, I think um, I think it's actually Mass Singer did a. I would actually like to maybe sue, look into suing them or kind of maybe canceling them because they kind of stole the word whatchamacallit, which is kind of a word that we all use when we can't think yep. of what something is called. And they kind of used it now as a noun and it kind of changes the whole meaning of the word uh, for future generations, which I think is. I think it's a shame what they did for ratings once well, again. Well, what my grandma used to call me sometimes because both of my siblings have J names. And uh, so she'd be like, Jake, Julia, well, what's your name? She'd call me a what's your name all the time. Uh, yeah. that's, that would be uh, like, what's yeah, my your mama name? always like um, runs so maybe through everyone in my family before when she's yelling at someone. <laughs> Before yeah, she remembers she calls, she's, she's yelling at. Fucking Jake, Julia, and then says the dog's name, says my aunt's cousin's name, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and honestly, uh, it's, it's annoying, but uh, you'd learn to deal with it because you think that everybody can think of your name because, you know, you have a very specific face. But when people can't think of your name. You realize that there's so, there are billions of people in the world. So, obviously... There's nothing that makes you truly unique, which is why the mass singer is so cool because it is nothing like anything I've ever seen. <laughs> what was that? It's exactly like <laughs> something you've seen, which is the other Ken Jong singing show, which is for some reason they're airing at the same time. It's clearly made by the same people. 
Oh yeah. Why not air that one after Mass Singer? You know, it How is kind of they do a Bachelor, they do, they do no, but like, it. but like later in the year. Oh, like not at once not at the, the season's time. wrapped up. Like, why, it seems like it's like overlap. Like, how many of these fucking Ken Jong <laughs> singing shows do we need at the same time? You know, well, they Ken get, needs they time. It lasts a whole year. That's true. Yeah, maybe he just wanted to. I think we should do at uh, some point watch an episode and then do a podcast about you can see your you can see my voice or whatever i've been watching it we recorded this one right after i didn't get to watch it i'm a little bit uh hangry in a uh needing television kind of way wait is it on your immediately after mass singer immediately after yeah oh damn so i didn't even see it mm-hmm. no cody, cody i think we should do a double hangry. a double you should do a double feature live street like live podcast while you're watching it next week us three um, that's what we're a doing double banger of cody mass singer. cody i love you hear your voice cody what what joel cody can you hear me yes now i can't now you're not ha- unless this is a bit you never know what joel yeah he's pretending he frozen, to be frozen or is this one of his alt comedy bits what? <laughs> you're not hangry. You're Kengry. Ken Jongry. I'm glad we waited for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the payoff oh, was weird. also sweet. A pop-up on my computer showed up saying that it, my computer is turning itself off now. Interesting. <laughs> it's never happened. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Um, before, uh, just to uh, wrap it up, uh, Cody. here, Cody. Joel, you're, you're cutting Cody, out again. You wrap us up. Uh, my internet's fucked. Yeah. You wrap us up. That, well, that's what I was just saying. <laughs> All right. Um, to, uh, wrap it up here, um, with the last reveal, it was Mickey Rourke, but did, uh, Ev, did you guess that it was Mickey Rourke? What was, what were you kind of thinking for that one? I initially thought it was Danny Trejo. Right. Or No, initially when he first started singing, I did think it was Mickey Rourke. But then as he started singing more, and like when I was thinking about the clues, I, I thought it was Danny Trejo. And mm. I, I genuinely thought it was going to be Danny Trejo. And I was like, this guy, this guy's a wild motherfucker. He would be the kind of guy to yeah. pull his mask off at the end. Checkered past. But actually, I don't think Danny Trejo would do that. I think he's too... I think he's actually like likes fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. I thought but, uh, I I was confident it was Michael Madsen because of the who's Michael Madsen again uh, from Google. like Reservoir Dogs and Kill Bill. Like hate. Oh, I just watched right. the Hateful Eight too. Um, yeah, that okay. I could have seen that. Yeah, yeah, and I could see him also ripping that mask off immediately. Yeah, and kind of like he's kind of Michael Madsen's kind of like a, a, a ripoff Mickey Rourke in a lot of ways, but <laughs> he's less like fucked up looking, I guess, and fucked up in general. Probably. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, he's getting there though. He's yeah, he is getting there. He is getting to that like bloated and tired <laughs> age. Like there's like some. Yeah, some actors when they get old, they they get old. 
Um, but also know nothing about his life. I also thought Michael, uh, what's his name? Michael Rooker, maybe for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been too big. I feel like Michael Rooker is hot right now. Like he's he's going. Yeah, he. I feel like he would could would have also been a kind of guy to pull off his mask, like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, such a, such a weird. <laughs> but of course, move. it's Mickey Rourke. Yeah, uh, it, I think. Yeah, I must just be like he doesn't want to do it, or he'd be like, "This will be way more memorable." I'm gonna be the only guy to fuck this, like rip off my mask. <laughs> and just a weird season so far to have two reveals and to be Busta Rhymes and Mickey Rourke. Yeah, but it's like, of course it is. <laughs> of course, it's like those that kind of celebrity, <laughs> like all of these. Yeah, once at the top, once at the top. Well, with with that, we Buster should uh, work. <laughs> what? Buster Rourke. Buster Rourke. Buster Buster Rourke. <laughs> oh, Joel. <laughs> Dude, um, my that pop up came back on, and my computer's hot now. It's whenever Joel speaks, the your computer yeah. says, "I'm shutting down." Yeah, whenever he speaks, my headphones give me a shock right to my <laughs> eardrum. Um, Ev, uh, let's do a round of plugs here. Uh, where can everyone follow you? Um, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Everardo Ramirez. And you can follow me on Instagram at Everardo Ramirez, but with three underscores <laughs> in between Everardo and Ramirez. Amazing. And we'll be uh, tagging you in all of our posts at Merge Boot Podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can listen to my podcast, My Gorgeous Son. One and of the funniest out there. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, possibly the best podcast in the world we'll never know compared to marriage boot yeah no, compared I don't know. to marriage boot know if it's still... the best podcast in the world <laughs> to be honest i don't even know if we still do that podcast <laughs> but you can still listen to it all the past episodes are so great i give it my seal of improvement or well thanks man yeah Um, but Joel has left us we'll close it out thank you all for listening we love you 